0: Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we journey into honest conversations about grief and loss. Today, we're going to jump right over our regular intro, which can, of course, be heard on any of the other episodes if you're looking for a little bit of background. Um, But for today, we're going to talk a little bit about meditation and specifically what I've done is create a four-part series, which is going to begin next week. June 7th on Wednesday at 6 30 Eastern Time. And there's a link to go ahead and register for this four part series. You only have to register once. And the link is on the blog at lisa slash blog. Let's get still uh, is the title of it. And it can also be found in my LinkedIn profile and other social media. But I wanted to get into this idea of meditation because it's one of those things that. It's changed my life so profoundly that I just have to feel like I have to give it away. <laughs> I have to get others involved and get on this train because it's it's a game changer. It's a life changer. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about what's going on next week, some of which will be review. And then I'm going to talk just for a minute or two um, about my experience with meditation. And we're going to cut this just a little bit short today. So the blog is written in the following way. Over the past 30-ish months of writing blogs, I've often referred to meditation as, quote, the magic pill, unquote, that has changed my life. It's not the only one, but much like exercise, there's too much goodness to be enjoyed by installing this practice for us to count it out. For relevant posts, search our blog for Meditation. Next Wednesday, June 7th, we will begin a four-part virtual series at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, as I mentioned. You're invited to join us as we break down this transformative habit into 10 simple steps. Your homework for June 7th, should you decide to participate, is to do your own research on the potential benefits of meditation. These are available to anyone who's willing to sit still. And at your leisure, bring your favorite one, or I would say the one that most incentivizes you, to our meetings so that we can talk about them in bite-sized pieces. And then we'll pull it together in the final session on June 28th. So first, just a note about um, the benefits of meditation. They're not hard to find. They're harder to achieve. Um, But it's legit, okay? So what I wanna share is, um, any of these benefits, I'm going to name a couple, but you know what they, you know, you probably know what they are. If you're even in the space of healing and um, you know, living the most profound and alive life you can. Meditation is something that's either already a part of your life, <laughs> maybe just sprinkled in a couple days of the month, or maybe you're brand new to it, or maybe you had a practice and you've fallen away from it. We just want to get together, we want to have a good time, and we want to learn together because this journey is is just so critical to things like stress relief and just getting more resilient with things we can get our memory working better we our self esteem goes up our in, attention increases and i just about everyone i know talks about having attention deficits so this is great for that better sleep um improved mental health enhanced knowledge retention all of these I would say underneath it all, it's just, it's a way to um, plug in. And the reason I use that phrase is because going into just some of my own comments on meditation, that I've tried meditation for the better part of probably 30 years or just 30 after my daughter died, really in 1997 is when I really started to try to meditate. And I couldn't do it. I couldn't get it. It didn't um, do anything for me. I couldn't get the consistency down. I never did reap the benefits other than, you know, any time that we can sit still and be reminded that we're in these bodies and that we have a breath. Um, that's a big step toward a better day. Uh, but this is more of an intentional um, scheduling of this stillness practice. And we're going to start in really small, uh, with the really small pieces. But again, going back to this plug-in idea I always thought when I was trying to do meditation or trying to implement a stillness practice, which is really what I like to call it, because it doesn't have to be strictly meditation um but this idea of sitting still is something that I'd understood to be like unplugging, so if we think about altering our consciousness in different ways, whether it's sleeping or a drug or a drink or food or Um, whatever the case may be, visioning, you know, using visioning or any of these techniques, what we're really talking about is we think we're going to unplug. And what I want to share and hopefully uh, entice you to check out some of these meetings in the month of June is that we're really not unplugging when we're meditating and when we're sitting still. We're really plugging in. And I think that is the biggest myth for me that I needed to unpack and to really get before my practice took hold is that we're really not unplugging. We're really plugging in. And what are we plugging into? We're plugging into ourselves. We're plugging into that part of us. That's not our appearance. That's not our, um, our wishes or our regrets or our manipulations or our plans for the future or hanging out in, you know, the past, which doesn't actually exist anymore. And it's it's just a way to kind of um, find just that, just that beat, just that one even, just that heartbeat, where you feel in sync with your essence, where I feel in sync with my essence. So I want to go into this um, meeting series with an understanding that we're not trying to learn how to unplug. We're not trying to learn how to check out This is about learning how to check in, again, in with whom, in with what, in with ourselves, in with our essence, in with our energy level, with our body, which we tend to carry around, but don't check in with all that much. We don't think too much about what we put in it or what we do to it. Um, So again, this is a plugging in, and I look forward to getting a little bit further into that conversation. Um, But I will say that the other thing, the other way that I think about this, that I can describe it is, if you've never really benefited from a meditation practice is, it's going to be a little bit hard to describe, but I'm going to go for it. So, you know, when you're watching a movie or you're watching anything where the characters are clearly, you know, not you, and you can see that person, that main character kind of walking into a trap and you're like saying, don't go, don't go, turn around, get away. Or, Don't answer the phone or, you know, you can just feel this little bit of attention that's building, which is, you know, intentional on the part of the director, obviously. But it seems to be the easiest way to describe one of the experiences I've had after installing a meditation practice, which is that I am building this skill that is enabling me to see my own behavior as if I'm looking, you know, in from from the outside as we do when we're watching a movie. Independent of what's going on, and when that happens, I feel like I can get more easily in touch with with what's actually happening, and less um, get immersed in my own narrative and you know the way that I'm perceiving reality, which is always different than everyone else in the room. It's true for you too, by the way. Um, But yeah, that just this idea that you know when you're watching a movie, you tend to have instincts, and you can. You can see certain things coming, you can sense when it's good to make a move or not make a move. And when we're completely self-absorbed, which is a human quality and nothing to look down on, it's just something we can grow to be aware of, that when we learn to do that, we can actually intervene on our own behalf. And that's where meditation can really change our lives. There's so many great things um, that it brings to the table, being able to You know, again, just focus on that self-awareness and managing stress and yeah, this perspective on stressful situations, because when we do get that new perspective, we start to build that skill of being able to intervene and that's a game changer. So those are just two of my short ideas. The fact that we're plugging in and the fact that we're going to maybe learn a little bit about this skill that allows us to intervene on our own behalf without having to react compulsively, um, to everything that's happening, that that's a pretty cool skill to have. So I'm going to leave it at that. So just another quick reminder that you can register for this four-part series as part of the blog. There's a link uh, to register in the blog. I'll definitely include one in the podcast. And also, um, it's in my newsletter and all over my social media. So, and bring a friend. This is fun. We're going to have a good time. We're going to learn some stuff. We're going to go really lightly. We're not going to jump into anything serious. Um, And then hopefully it all just falls into place. So, until next time, let's do our very best to stay present, aka install stillness practice. (laughs) Stay present. Stay grateful and stay healing. And as always, I sincerely thank you for listening, and I look forward to seeing you next Wednesday.